0: your labor power moves, no costumes, no, no, the broad on my album with the fat ass, no wardrobe malfunction, no power lunches, this is it, no limits, no gimmicks, no slogans, no 20-inch rims rolling, no gold fronts, no publicity stunts, no make-believe beef, no shootouts in the streets, this is it. No limits, no gimmicks, no gimmicks, no MTV cribs, no crib at all. No out of shape fat boys telling you how to ball. No pimping to ride, no ride to pimp. This is it. No limits, no gimmicks. No, gimmicks. no midgets on stage, no daytime play, no paying for a radio slot, no sucking up to the press. Just it'll say this record's hot. This is it. No limits, no gimmicks. No gimmick, no gimmick, no gimmick. I like how you blend in. Your music so safe. Why go against the grain when you can fit perfectly with everything today? Come here, let me put you in a box. Being independent must really suck. Is that all you really want? It can't be enough to just do it for the love. No gimmicks. No gimmicks. No gimmicks. No. No No crunk music. No funk music, no contemporary hip hop jazz fusion, no collabs with whack people who feel what we're doing. This is it. No limits, no gimmicks, no gimmick, no mix CDs, no pornographic DVDs, no monkey see, monkey do. No dick riding of the crews to get a W. This is it. No limits. No gimmicks. no gimmicks. No overbearing hype, man. No ghost writing. No A&R getting more shining. I am. No calling women bitches just to prove that I'm a man. This is it. No limits. No gimmicks. No, gimmicks. no throwback jersey hanging to my knees. No do-rags. No white tees, Just the best producer and the best MC. This is it. No limits. No gimmicks. Gimmicks like how you played in your music so safe why go against the grain when you can fit perfectly with everything today come here let me put you in a box being independent must really suck is that all you really want it can't be enough to just do it for the love
1: Radio Volume 5. I am your host, Food One, a.k.a. the Chocolate Milk Bandit. Uh, Fresh off of a plane ride from the UK. I'm a little bit insane right now. Hopefully I can figure out how to talk and do the show, but I wanted to crank this out while it was all still fresh in my mind. Um, Thanks for joining me. As always, we started off... RJD2 and Blueprint, No Gimmicks from 2006. Soul Position is their group, and the name of the record is Things Go Better with RJ and Al. Get your sweaty little hands on a copy of that, you won't regret it. Carl Hector and the Malkoons after that with Nyx. Sahara Swing is the name of that, fantastic LP. And followed up by my homeboy, Sean Lee, sexual harassment, sexual, which I've used that track in a couple promo videos I've made uh, with my buddy, Steve Soria. We did promos for the Tank Girl comics, various projects of mine, Girl Scouts Magic Socks. And Sean is a guy I met way back in the MySpace days. Um, I was doing a signing at Album Comics in Paris, back in 2007, I believe, and someone handed me a copy of uh, his Soul Visa record, and I took it home with me, and I was completely blown away by it. So I found him on Myspace, when Myspace was a thing that people communicated on, and sent him a message, and he told me he really loved my artwork, and uh, I started doing some projects with him. And it uh, turns out we have kind of a Midwest connection. He's originally from Wichita, Kansas. Lived in LA in the late 80s, early 90s. Hung out and uh, performed with the Beastie Boys back in that era. That uh, check your head, ill communication, Atwater Village era of the B-Boys and um, And then Sean moved to London, I think almost 20 years ago, got married, has a family. So it's very interesting talking to him because he has like a Wichita mixed with London accent. It's very strange, very interesting sound. But uh, Sean turned me on to Clutchy Hopkins and I wound up doing album covers for those guys, uh, Clutch of the Tiger came out in 2008. Fascinating Fingers in 2009, both colored by my homeboy, Justin Stewart, AKA Dr. Pastrami. <sighs> um, those are available on Ubiquity Records. Please check them out. It was a huge honor for me to be part of those projects because the music is so good. It's so fucking good. I had to use the F word. Uh, and then Sean and I collaborated on his record, Golden Age Against the Machine, in 2014. And then most recently, Techstar was put out about a year ago, and that's a fake movie soundtrack to like a 70s B-movie outer space thing that hasn't come out yet. but. Always a privilege and an honor. Shout out to Sean Lee. If you're listening, you're awesome, homie. And I hope we can connect at some point. Big month here, man. A lot of crazy stuff, adventures happening. It started off with Mike Huddleston, my homeboy, and his girlfriend, Natalie Hall, both ridiculously talented artists coming out to visit me. Uh, it was Mike's birthday. Happy late birthday, dude. We hung out, kicked it, had a blast. Um, As soon as they left, it was time for Portland Rose City Comic Con, which is always a great show. Portland is obviously a uh, experienced comic book city with uh, Image Comics, Dark Horse, and Oni all being based out here. You can't really walk the streets without running into a comic book person. But the show was great. Uh, My neighbors, Ibrahim Mustafa, Dan Fraga, Mark Draco, all great dudes, we had a good time hanging out, talking shit, selling comics. Um, The highlight for me, I got to trade original artwork with the grand master, Mike Mignola, creator of Hellboy someone whose work I've been admiring since the mid to late 80s. Uh, I told him all this, and we've talked before and had drinks before on other occasions. He's a great guy, but I told him that I was buying Cosmic Odyssey when it was coming out, and he was like, well, okay, that's great. Thanks for making me feel old. But anyway, I walked away with a really super sweet uh, Hellboy drawing. I was very happy about that. Um, There was a really cool drink and draw over the weekend that Brian Bendis hosted, and uh, it was me and Mike Oming, David Mack, Taki Soma, Matt Fraction, Kelly Sue DeConnick, all in the house, all great people, beautiful people. That's the best thing about the shows, really, is connecting and, you know, sharing stories and inspiration with your fellow creators. It keeps you inspired. And um, it was a good weekend, man. It all wrapped up on Sunday with uh, Brian and Elisa Bendis hosting a sweet little pizza party at their house, which was awesome. And uh, ran into Alex May Lee there, David Walker, my homeboy, Badass Mofo Magazine in the house. Mark Bagley was there. Um, just so much, man. A lot, So much uh, creativity happening and... I, of course, went to the UK and went the Thought Bubble and was surrounded by some of the best artists on the planet. And um, it's good, man. Art is awesome. Comics are awesome. Things are going well. A lot happening. Um, and we can get back into the mix, and I will tell you guys some more thrilling stories right after this.
2: Check one. Check, one. Uh-huh. Yeah. i uh, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, yeah. uh yeah. Lights, camera, action, the no more One more time to kill her. Hot rap goes to. It. Yeah. I scream with the Beastie Boys, what time is it? It's 2 o'clock, you get knocked out the box, and kicked off the block. Death Squad his Hit Squad, no, we won't stop. Fucking call the cop, uh-huh. i be the invisible. In the school of hard knocks, I'm the principal. Batman Jones, you Suffer know. repercussions, coming through the blaze, boss, crime scene. Constant drama, nigga duckin' when we come through, throwing a jab. In the one, two, laying into south out, the trap. When we through. Like what? Like a marathon, but oh. with the diamonds on, get my rhyming on, oh. fuck the shining on. Back to business, new oh. address with the back rib. My shit in the whiz, Pollyin' with the big wig. Oh. Off the meter, oh. and every time we reach the tip topic, oh. don't stop. Uh. In the field of oh. rap, we pull rank, don't question. Yeah. We tied a lot off the meter. Oh. And every time he reached the tip topic, oh. don't stop. Uh. In the field of oh. rap, we pull rank, don't Come on, let's get together. What's the technique? Oh, huh? It be fantastic. Hey. Unreal gangsta shit, mass appeal, rap top dog. I'm the one you call on to get sick with it. Hey, don't forget it. I'm six, two and a half, a half. Heavy set, drop the brown. Hell of a jab. Give it I'm the elite. Keep it underground like street level. I rock a Rolex watch with a diamond belt. Rap terror, terror. The A new era off the rip. The scale blowing hotter than ever with the squadron. Beg your pardon. Got the heads nodding. Lost the mind. and said shit when we barged in the front door. door. Bug it. Keep our shit, shit wore, wore. make hits pour yeah. fans. Plus the world tour, believe that. Keep oh. that EMP's back. Wrecking heads daily oh. chill and get the back off the meter. Oh. And every time he reach the tip top, oh. and it don't stop. Uh. In the field of oh. rap, we pull rank, no question. We top the oh. rickety off the meter. Oh. And every time he reach the tip top, oh. and don't stop. Uh. In the field of oh. rap. Break, no question, we talk the Yo, boy, you're flushing, all my cats be busting, serving you customers and those fake hustlers. What's up? Step to me, I smack and shut. Uh-huh. I'm the kid, but no comparison to Billy. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers, can't you tell? Girls root to me when they do to Maxwell. I got one life to live, so I'm living. Got girls who be hitting more cars to be Too many beats to make, too many niggas to break, no moves to fake, no one to shot five laps and no clues like corrupt chase black pipe shoot on seas and ride cyphers More dangerous mind than Michelle Pfeiffer
0: So skidap You can rattle, don't no want to battle battle, on to your rhyme saddle Stopping through like wild cattle No beef, so dead dad Let that shit cease I'm quick with the hands Plus accurate with the
2: two Off the meter And every time we reach the tip-top it don't stop uh, In the field the rap We pull rank, no question We top the rink to the the meter and every time we reach the tip top it ah. don't stop. Uh in the field of oh. rap, we pull break, no question. We talk
3: about ah. break scale.
4: The other day opened it and read it. It said they were suckers. They wanted me for the army or whatever. Picture me giving a damn. I said never. Here is a land that never...
1: That's so good. Uh, Cornelius with Smoke from his 2001 record, Point. Uh, Get a hold of that when you get a chance. Fantastic record. Sort of a genre-less album. I'm not really sure how to describe him and his sound, but uh, funky, experimental, interesting, cutting edge, and um, great record to work to. Before that, Tricky, covering Public Enemy, Black Steel in the Hour of Chaos from his fantastic record, Max and Quay, 1995 in the house. Um, When I was in art school, someone handed me a copy of that record and was like, hey, you got to check this out, you know, and I flipped it over and looked and saw the, the Black Steel song title and was basically like, well, no one can cover Public Enemy. I mean, that's just ludicrous. That's, that's insane that this is not acceptable. This aggression will not stand, man. And then I put the record on and um, really dug it, dug the Black Steel cover, kind of. And then I listened to it like five or six more times and was sold. I was like, okay, it's it's great. It's, it's brilliant. It's fucking awesome. So well done, Tricky. Uh, and then we started off that set with EPMD, 1997, The Richter Scale, and that record, Back in Business, came out right when I had moved to Arizona from Kansas City, and I vividly remember basically listening to that record every single day while I worked on the uh, Clerks comic book that Kevin Smith wrote, penciling and inking every day. and. I was listening to many records, obviously, at that time, but there were certain CDs that I would just put on basically every day as part of my ritual, and that was one of them. So when I hear that, it vividly takes me back to that small studio, shitty apartment in Tempe, Arizona. Little box, little just a room with a mattress on the floor, drawing table. And, and telephone, old school cord, telephone, rotary phone hooked up to an answering machine and that's basically all I needed at the time to survive. And the stereo, of course. Um, man, what a trip. Speaking of trips, um, I got to London last week and um, had a fantastic time. Stayed in an Airbnb in Soho, uh, jump in neighborhood, everything, basically everything you need is right there. And my buddy, uh, Derek, AKA Dell, who lives over there, professional photographer, awesome dude. He took me around one day where I got to do all the, uh, touristy things and see it all. Um, I've been to London a couple other times, but it was for art shows and live art. Parties and we were always kind of just drunk and running around the city and I didn't really get to stop and see things that you should see when you're over there. So Dell basically took me on this walking tour through all the essential stuff from uh, Big Bend, Westminster Abbey, the London Tower, went to some uh, museums, the uh, Tate Modern, Art Museum is amazing, saw some uh, Picassos, Warhols. And the museums over there are free. You just walk up to the building, you just walk in, and you're in the museum. And then of course we also had to go to the Crowbar, which is my favorite heavy metal bar in London. And um, I forget that when you're in London, if you order like a drink, like a, uh, you know, liquor, they pour it out exactly to the smallest shot glass possible. Um, Whereas in America, if you order like a Jameson on the rocks, that's like my drink. They fill the glass with ice and they pour some Jameson in and you usually get like a healthy pour, like a decent drink. In London, they fill the glass with ice and pour the Jameson Exactly into a small shot glass and dump it into the glass of ice. And so when the guy handed me this drink, this like long-haired, heavy metal, like hardcore badass looking dude, he handed me this little dainty glass filled with ice and a little like spritzer of Jameson at the bottom of it. And I almost laughed in his face. And, uh, I drank it in one shot because it was just, like, basically ice and water and a thimble full of Jameson. So if you enjoy drinking and you're over in London, get a double or a triple. Um, And then uh, Jason Latour showed up, my homeboy, co-creator of Spider Gwen, artist of uh, Southern Bastards, brilliant comic book at Image Comics. I guess he doesn't really need much of an introduction to most of you guys, but some of you guys that are newer fans of mine, younger fans, people that have been turned on to my work from Instagram, I'll let you know who some of these people are just so you're not like, who is he talking about? I don't know what's happening. But Jason got in town. We had a good time hanging out, drawing in various cafes and, um, bars, just kicking it. We went to, uh, Gosh Comics, which was right around the corner from us. Shout out to my home girl, Nora, who works there. She uh, is in charge of the London Drink and Draw, and they have a great situation over there. And they do uh, themes throughout the night where people will do a, you know, do a drawing of this theme thing, and they always and they vote on it, and whoever wins gets a package of comics. So, they've got some other shit going on over there. Uh, Dan Penoshin, Dave Johnson, Jeff Johnson, LA Drink and Draw crew, if you guys are listening to this, you guys need to step up your game, dude. London has got like prizes and shit for showing up. Um, Just think about it, it's something to consider. Uh, We went to uh, Orbital Comics and uh, Forbidden Planet, kicked it, hung out. Did what we needed to do. Went on a walking trip with D- Dell to Camden. Um, just had a good time, man. And then we took a train to Leeds, and uh, Latour and I thought we were kind of asked out because we showed up and we didn't have numbers on our seats, so we're like jumping through all the cars trying to find an empty spot to sit, and I had two big bags with me filled with my merch I was gonna sell. And we were basically like, oh man, this sucks, we're gonna have to stand for this two and a half hour ride. And then Jason finally found the seat numbers in his email, and it turned out we were in first class. And it all worked out. It was awesome. It was baller style. Free drinks and muffins and scones. And uh, I ate so many carbs when I was over there and so much meat that uh, now that I'm back, I'm just gonna eat, I think, lettuce for like the next week. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, Let's uh, get back into it. Oh, 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 Thing I can't fucking stand is warm beer. It makes me want to fucking puke. Um, wow, Mr. Bungle, uh, rocking with, with the Dennis Hopper samples from Blue Velvet. Uh, absolutely brilliant, insane track. Uh, Squeeze me, macaroni. 1991 in the house. When where where were you when you first heard? the Mr. Bungle record. That's a game changer for sure. Um, before that, the Night Lighters with Valdez in the country. And starting off that set, Magazine 1978 with Definitive Gaze from their Real Life record. Um, getting back into Bungle, when I was in high school in 1989, Faith No More's The Real Thing record came out. And we were all super fans of that, me and my my boys. And uh, the music video, Epic, was like a big hit single of that year, badass music video. Uh, Mike Patton, the lead singer, is wearing this Mr. Bungle t-shirt in the video, and all of us were kind of like, man, what is that? What's Mr. Bungle mean? And then, lo and behold, in 1991, Mr. Bungle's self-titled album comes out, and a buddy of mine had just let me borrow it on tape cassette, and I listened to it, and um, I don't know, I didn't think much of it. I thought it was some crazy noise kind of stuff. Like, that's interesting, but I'm more into the, uh, you know, formula of, of patent with Faith No More. And it wasn't until I got to art school in 93, and I was hanging out with Mike Huddleston that I saw the Mr. Bungle CD in his room and was kinda like, oh, that record, yeah, with like the clown guy on the, the front, the illustration of the clown thing, yeah. And Mike was kinda like, that's like the best record ever made. Have you heard that? And I said, Yeah, I think so. And he's like, no, you gotta you gotta re-listen to it. So I gave it another chance and um, holy shit, I mean I was converted. The the record is produced by jazz mastermind John Zorn. John's also on saxophone on the record, but the record is this absolute psychedelic, insane hodgepodge of rock, metal, funk, ska, uh, circus music. I I don't even really know how to describe it. It's just one of those things that you experience. You experience Mr. Bungle. And they've put out two other records since then, um, Disco Volante and California. Those are both absolutely incredible as well. Um, But the the first record holds a special place in my heart and in my record collection as being one of those holy shit records. Like this, this is not for amateurs. This is for people that love music, understand it, and are willing to kind of go somewhere else with it and kind of a similar formula uh, a genre band again i talk about these kind of bands but starting off that set magazine um that group was formed by howard devoto after he left the famous punk group the buzzcocks and uh magazine is also kind of a um Non-descript band. I mean, I guess they were part of the no-wave late 70s, early 80s movement, but there's something about the beyond-genre type music that really appeals to me just because it's immediately not pigeonholed, which makes it almost guaranteed good or interesting. Like, this is going to be some interesting shit. So... Uh, Thanks as always for taking the journey with me and hopefully I'm turning you guys on to some interesting stuff, some new stuff. And um, wanted to give a huge, huge shout out to Tula Latte, AKA Lisa, who is a brilliant artist and Thought Bubble in Leeds is her festival. She's the mastermind. She brought me out and I finally got to meet her in person. She's a fantastic human being. Her and her crew run a super tight ship over there, and I had an absolute blast at Thought Bubble. It is more of an art festival than it is a traditional comic book convention, but it's basically like the best artists in the world are all there hanging out together, and it's just a nice, short and sweet, two-day celebration of art and comic books, No cheesy movie actors, no television stuff. Um, Just a very, very pure. I don't know how else to describe it, but uh, it was cool too, because I got placed in the convention center right next to my buddy, Jock, who's a brilliant comic book artist and cover artist, illustrator. We've known each other for a while. Uh, He does a book at Image called Witches with Scott Snyder. And did the book Losers, that eventually was turned into a movie. Um, it was his birthday weekend, and he gathered up a posse of us, and we went to this awesome funk club. And basically, we're all drinking and getting down and having a good time. And uh, Jock is also a drummer and a student of the funk, so him and I have always gotten along really well. Um, I got to meet some of the 2000 AD British crew. John McCree, who I've, I've known for a while, fantastic guy, always great seeing him. He has a new book coming out through an image called Dead Rabbits that you should check out. Uh, Steve Ewell, who was a fantastic artist back in the day, and still is, obviously, uh, worked on Invisibles with Grant Morrison. Um, I finally met Sean Phillips, who I've been a huge fan of, and uh, when I was in London, I bought this beautiful old 2008-D comic magazine from the early 90s with one of Sean's beautiful color-painted illustrations of dread on the cover. And then two days later, I was drinking a beer with the dude and meeting him for the first time. So... That was fantastic. Um, Bunch of the Tank Girl crew was there. Warwick Caldwell Johnson, Jonathan Edwards, Craig Knowles, all absolutely brilliant artists. Follow these dudes on Instagram. Um, You won't regret it. I had a new print and t-shirt debut through Rogue Print Company. Shout out to my homeboy, Matt, the mastermind behind all that. Brilliant printmaker fantastic products. I did this design uh, called Sergeant Popper's Groovy Hearts Club Band and we did uh, hand-screened prints and shirts. I believe they're sold out as of right now, but if I get more of the prints in my store, I will let you guys know. Matt also had new work from uh, Becky Cloonan, Warwick, and Latour. And it was awesome seeing Becky at their booth. She's always great to catch up with, incredibly talented. Uh, The first night I was in Leeds, I got to have dinner with um, Will Dennis and Lee Barmiho, who just, you know, in the heat of the uh, Batman dick controversy, (laughs) their new book had just come out. um, And uh, the Batman penis thing had just exploded that day. No pun intended, or pun intended, I guess, whatever. But it was interesting to be at dinner with those guys to hear their reaction to this uh, book they had done. And um, I saw the images from it, and it's, it's you know, Lee illustrated Batman's penis in shadow. You can kind of see the form of it, but it's very uh, tastefully done. It's It's... I thought it was very well done, and uh, it's like, oh, yeah, there's there's Batman's dick. That's cool. Um, Ivan Brandon was also with us, and uh, that's my, my bro from back in the day. So many good people, man. Just like a crazy celebration of um, just the right stuff. Art, comics, madness. So good. So for those of you listening in the U.K., Thanks so much for cruising by my table and uh, giving me a high five and hanging out and chatting. I, a bunch of you guys told me that you were listening to the show. I greatly appreciate it. Um, thanks for hanging in. Huge thanks, uh, as always, to Matthew Zawicki and the mysterious Justin K. on production. Shout out to Makiko for the fantastic introduction to the show. Uh, shout outs to the whole crew, Jane Doe, Mike Huddleston, Steve Soria, the St. Louis family, the L.A. family, Portland in the house, and uh, we're going we're gonna to end it with some Bowie. We're going to go out on a, on a Bowie note, which can never be bad. Um, this is from his 1997 record, Earthwing which is another one that came out when I moved to Arizona. A lot of people were a little skeptical of the record, kind of doubting it, um, calling it too much of a uh, industrial record. Uh, Bowie, very heavily influenced by Trent Reznor on this one. I believe Trent even produced the I'm Afraid of Americans track. But for me, I don't know, man. Any Bowie's Good Bowie. I really enjoy the record. I think it's a solid effort. And this is a fantastic track called Seven Years in Tibet. Check us out on social media. You know where to find me, jimmafu.com, all that. Have a good one. Take care.